Welcome back, friends. This past week's healing journey has been quite interesting, to say the least. I started phase two of Cellcore's comprehensive protocol about three days ago. This phase is all about opening the bile and liver pathways, which I recently learned is oftentimes a huge cause of thyroid disorders. Some of the supplements have changed, while others I have increased the amount of. But what is so strange to me is that over the past week, I have been called to sit and do nothing. I still obviously have to go to work, but when I get home, I'm called to just sit in the silence, meditate, and do about an hour-long session of yoga. I've been called to auto-write, and I have been taking naps almost every day. I haven't gone downstairs and lifted a single weight, and to be honest, I'm perfectly okay with that. Who is this girl? That would have never been okay with me, like ever. It is like my body is telling me to be uber gentle with myself and to let it heal. This time is a time of transformation, to simply nurture and care for it the way that a baby would need to be cared for. I usually have a ton of energy in the morning and midday, but then like clockwork, 3 p.m. comes along and it's like I hit this brick wall. I'm just done for the day. I could literally go to bed and be perfectly fine with that. I'm simply embracing where I am and I am letting all of the judgment that I once had when I would skip a workout or not have a checklist just go. I haven't gotten on the scale at all. I still continue to do my coffee enemas. I have really not had an appetite, and some days, usually in the afternoons, I do begin to feel nauseous. I'm still drinking my gallon of water and tea, and maybe even sometimes coffee. And I'm not sure what this phase of my life is and what messages it has for me, but I'm just embracing it. It has been a very strange week, and I'm not going to try to find the answers. I stopped asking why. The answers and healing will reveal themselves all in their perfect timing. Hi friends, welcome to the Abundantly Courageous podcast. If you are wanting to learn more about how to better trust yourself and your gut instincts, be larger than life and no longer be afraid to speak and live in your truth, regardless of what anyone else may think or say, then this podcast is for you to take you out of your comfort zone and transform your thoughts and perceptions, to broaden your horizon and invite new insights. You will learn about topics including various forms of health and healing, to simply just having an open conversation about what is pulling deep at my heartstrings that more than likely are pulling at yours too. There is no judgment in this podcast. Your values, beliefs, and morals are yours, and no one is here to take those away from you. We can all have a different perspective and still love one another. Every week, we will dive deep into how you can take responsibility and actionable steps with a holistic approach to improve your spiritual, mental, and physical well-being. There is no better place for you to learn what you can do than right here. Spreading love and light, tip. So as you've just heard, this past week has been a struggle in regards to my own healing journey. 
I have had to do things that were way out of my comfort zone. But the thing is, I think all too often we stay in situations because we are simply comfortable with where we are. We know what is expected of us. We know what, that it is safe and we can pretty much predict what will happen and sometimes even when it will happen. But you staying where you are comfortable is only holding you back from the limitless possibilities. So often we sit where we are comfortable. We stay where we are comfortable. And sometimes that's good, but sometimes that's bad. And I would say more times than not, staying exactly where you are because you are comfortable is not a good position to be in. So if you think about just life in general, if you think of the things that you are comfortable with, some things that I am comfortable with, or better yet, things that I was comfortable with, were things like my job. I stayed in a job that I was ultimately unhappy in. Because as the saying went, and everybody had always said since the day I started working there, was that the grass is not always greener on the other side. And I took value in that because it's true in the healthcare system. When you go from one healthcare system to the other, but you know, I'm also sure that this is true for every other business model as well. Every change has its pros and cons. But when you're in the nursing field or healthcare field, the common thought process is simply just stay. Just suck it up because it's going to be the same, just at a different healthcare system. So for many, many years, I stayed with the system. And to be honest, I did love working for them. But it was more or less the management. That was where the struggle came in. The healthcare system that I worked for is truly amazing, and I loved working there. Maybe it was because of the people I worked with and the patients that I got to take care of. I am a helper, and I love helping people. So anywhere that I can help is where I flourish. So it took me, as many of you know, to get out of my comfort zone because of the recent mandates that came out for all healthcare workers amongst other people and professions. This mandate finally got me to put my foot down. And the thing is, is had this mandate never came out, I would still be in that job that I was in. So I was, I guess you could say, forced to make that drastic change and forced to get out of my comfort zone, which I strongly believe that the universe has a strong role in kind of like pushing you over the edge if you're not listening and not doing what you should or need to do. The universe will work for you to help you do the very thing that you need to do. In this instance, I should have left my job a lot earlier, but I wasn't listening because I was afraid. I was scared. I was afraid of the what ifs. What if I don't have another job lined up? What if I can't pay my bills? What if, what if, what if? All of these what ifs and false thoughts were flooding me. And it took that mandate for me to essentially have no other choice. Because I have stood very strong in saying that the day that it was mandated, I would leave 
and that had everything to do with my morals, values, and beliefs. I had to stand my ground and show people that when you speak from your heart, your truth, you have to continue to stand firm and you have to do what is not only right for you, but what you said you were going to do in the first place. You have to be the role model that you have always put yourself out there to be. You can't stoop down to other people's expectations of you. When you start living your life based on other people's expectations, you will never get out of your comfort zone. You will simply stay where you are comfortable and chances are you won't be your best self when you do this. You can stay comfortable by living in the same house despite wanting to move simply because it's comfortable and it feels safe. You could even continue to stay in a relationship that you are just so miserable in because you know that it's safe. And we need to break out of the safety mentality. You also stay in the same comfortable situations because of fear, fear of judgment, rejection, or even failure. If you do leave the situation, ask yourself, what is about to come? You don't know what is about to come your way, but you're limiting yourself by staying where it is safe and comfortable. For many of us, that leads to a life full of anger, sadness, and maybe even resentment. That, my friends, is not a life worth living. You deserve so much more. So when we finally take that leap into the uncomfortable, the possibilities become limitless. I can tell you that once I left my job, the grass I realized is definitely greener on the other side. And it blows my mind. I just really can't believe all of the stress, the anger, the frustration, the irritability, and just the whole toxicity of the environment that I was in. And by me going to a place where there is essentially no expectations, it's like a breath of fresh air. Literally, there is no stress. I am a completely different person because I got out of my comfort zone. And the other thing that made me want to talk about this topic is the fact that we all have routines, right? We all have these checklists, whether they are physical checklists on a piece of paper or maybe they're mental checklists. We all have checklists to some degree. But we all have these things that we need and want to do every single day. And some of us have higher expectations of ourselves. And we try to pile on so much every single day. And we want to essentially be busy every second of every day. And that's not what we're designed to do. We are designed to enjoy this life and enjoy the moments. And this past week has really made me so uncomfortable, physically, mentally, emotionally, in all the ways. I am in this weird funk, and I don't know if it's because of the universe or the moon phase. We just went into a new moon, so the energy can be a little lower at that time. But I don't know. I feel like I'm being transformed into somebody completely new. Like I'm shedding the skin and I'm just kind of in this hibernation mode right now. I'm in a cocoon and I am emerging into a beautiful butterfly. 
And what I have learned this week is my expectation of going to work, coming home, doing my coffee enemas, doing an hour weightlifting session, and then meal prepping or cleaning, recording my podcast, researching, or listening to an episode of somebody else's podcast. I have not had any of those expectations this week. None. I have not had a single checklist. It is just so freaking weird to me. But at the same time, it's so freeing. I get up in the morning and yes, I have my morning routine. I make my breakfast and have my tea and then I'm off to work. But when I get home, I don't have a plan. And usually I'm a planner. I have a plan for the week. Like what exactly I'm going to be doing on each day. I am a type six on the Enneagram. So the common theme of a type six is they have a plan for a plan. I typically have a list of what I'm going to do each day, but I haven't had that at all this week. It's kind of like a spur of the moment thing. Like, huh, I should probably go grocery shopping at some point. Well, whenever I get a chance, I guess I'll make sure that I get it done, but I don't have an expectation or a specific, okay, I'm going to go to the grocery store on this day from this time to this time. And then I'll come home and then I'll have this amount of time to do X, Y, or Z. No, I just come home and I kind of do whatever I'm called to be doing that day. And this week, it has been a lot of meditation, a lot of yoga, and a lot of just being still and not moving my body the way that I believed for many years that it had to be moved in order to feel like I was accomplishing something. Being gentle with myself this week has definitely been a theme. I have completely accepted this weird funk that I am in. I have not been judgmental or hard on myself about anything that I've done or better yet, haven't done. I have fully accepted and honored who I am in this moment and it is so uncomfortable but I know that this is the most growth that I have done in a long time. This is a pivotal moment, and I just want you all to know that you can also have these uncomfortable moments. You have to do the things that make your nose cringe. Somebody just told me I needed to start doing yoga, and you know what my response was? My response was, I hate yoga. I hate it because you don't move. And as soon as I said it, I realized what I had just said. And that is a complete lie. That is a lie that I have been telling myself for many years. I have been telling myself for so long that in yoga, you don't move. The truth is in yoga, you do move, but it's a different kind of movement. I am an adrenaline junkie and doing slow, flowy movements is just not for me. But the other thing is, when I started doing yoga, I realized I also didn't like doing it because it made me physically uncomfortable. Those stretches hurt so bad, you guys. But by the end of the third day of doing yoga for about an hour each day, I felt that discomfort improve significantly. And I found that I had more energy than I had prior to doing yoga. 
all forms of exercise are so important. You need all types of exercise in your life. Yoga is just as important of an exercise as cardio and weightlifting. So anything that comes to your mind of what you should do, what you need to do, what people recommend, if it makes you cringe, it's probably exactly what you need to be doing. I will also say that the universe will keep pushing you. Not only did I have one person ask me if I did yoga, I then had multiple people in the same day or next day ask me about yoga and if they should be doing it. That was my sign. My big old slap against the back of the head saying, Tiffany, do the damn thing. So I really want to encourage you to get out of your comfort zone this week. Go for a walk in nature if you never go for a walk. Get outside. Get some fresh air. Get up an hour earlier and find time to do some yoga. Quit your job. Leave your relationship. Do the very thing that you know in your heart you need to do. Sometimes these things are the hardest things you will ever do. And I only know this from past experiences. I promise you, you will look back and you will have learned something from that moment. It will have pushed you into a better version of yourself. You will grow more than you would have than if you stayed exactly where you were comfortable. You have to get uncomfortable. So I want to encourage you to do something uncomfortable. I don't know what that would be for you, but I trust that you already know that answer. In fact, I know you know. Most people, when they talk to me, they do know. But I oftentimes find that they try to avoid the truth. The only person you are lying to is yourself. And you, my friend, deserve more than that. I also want to encourage you to think of something or somewhere that you are comfortable, but know you need to change it. Write down every single reason why you cannot make that change, why you cannot become uncomfortable. Once you have every single reason written down, I want you to look at it. Really study it. You will eventually find the theme of those reasons that you have written down. That theme is oftentimes fear. Fear is a thief, and it wants to keep you exactly where you are. Look at the past three years, my friends. You cannot let fear win. I want to thank you from the very bottom of my heart for spending time with me today and allowing me to fill my cup up by sharing all of the information I can to help you become abundantly courageous. If you loved this episode, I would love to hear from you. You can do one of two things. You can leave a rating or review on the podcast app, which will help grow the show and spread the love and light to more people, or take a screenshot of this episode, share it, and tag me on Instagram at Abundantly Courageous so I know what you are loving the most. Until next time.